Might be, might not. If you could see this um, on Twitter or Facebook, that is awesome. If not, we do what we do. So what's the best way to avoid a recession? Change the definition. Of course. You think the economy's bad? You're an idiot. You know on this show, when we are told something's a conspiracy or something's been debunked or we've been fact-checked, we do some research, research on the World Wide Web and we find out the facts and then we share the facts with you. So this is amazing. First of all, it's amazing that we have a new episode every single day. By the way, it's called In Case You Forgot The Ownership Economy. I'm your host, Jonathan Kogan. You can listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts at anchor.fm forward slash JSK for Jonathan Scott Kogan. Or you can find me on YouTube, uh, The Ownership Economy. If you subscribe, I would love you forever, but you should do as you want to do because we don't have to shove agendas down your throat. We just want you to have the truth because we are pro-human, not transhuman. We like trans people, but transhumanism is when you become like a cyborg. And maybe one day we'll be into that. But as of right now, we are pro 100% humans, whatever your race, creed, sex, gender, whatever. So again, another day and another gaslight, a word I didn't know existed a couple of years ago. And now... It seems to be noticeable everywhere. As you know, on this show, we prove time and time again, every single day. It's amazing. Every single day we, we prove this, which is we're told that something is one way and then we find out it's the exact opposite. We find out that when a particular person is calling you racist, that in fact, they are racist. Or when they say the economy is doing super well, that it's probably doing super poorly. In fact, what's amazing and true is that every single day when it comes to like real life, the current events news, it's opposite day. It is opposite day every day of the week. But now I'm fed up because this is screwing over normal everyday people just like two on june 9th or whenever or was it may 9th when we came out with the monkeypox will be a pandemic and now it's declared an uh, international emergency this isn't stuff that i'm not an oracle people i do the research and i share it with you and then you could take in all the information and then as i always say on the show do your own research i want you to do your own research and make the decision for yourself contrary to the mainstream media that says this is the way it is and that is science or that is the truth do not look up anything else just take what we feed you but we know you're not stupid you're not i know you like other humans i know you just want to live a happy life and you want all the government and bs to be out of your life so the economy if you didn't know it's the strongest economy ever. Is anybody talking about struggling or is anybody having hardship with money? No, no, you're stupid if you think so. 
just follow the pendulum. The economy is great. Repeat after me. The economy is getting even better. All-time high. So we all know the economy sucks. We all know it's getting worse. We know that there's probably going to be, this will be in the next part, not in this episode, about how there's going to be massive blackouts and probably major issues with heat and probably potentially get to the point of people dying in Germany because Russia is going to buy the bulls and then they're just waiting until winter comes and they just cut it off and then boom, nobody's got heat. But hey, I know you think we're conspiracy theorists on this show, so just come back in six months or never come back as you, you know, I'm not a likable guy, perhaps extremely attractive, but, but maybe not likable, but I tell you the truth. And so far, if you look at all the prior episodes, they all come true. I don't like conspiracy theories. You don't like conspiracy theories. You might. We are nonfiction, apolitical, pro-human podcast. That's it. So, this is, let me share a clip that just came out. I believe it came out today from Janet Yellen, the person who is in charge for the administration to tell you what a recession is and if we're in one or not. And you thought you're an idiot. You thought that a recession was two consecutive quarters. And we're going to get into all this stuff with a few articles and that guy Warren Buffett saying this and you know everybody else, but Janet Yellen. You thought that two consecutive quarters of a negative GDP was a recession. Uh-uh. You've just been an idiot all this time. It's different now. That's how it was for the past few decades, but experts, but economists, you know how we love those broad terms. The people you don't know that have no names. They are saying that the definition changed and the economy's great. Why don't you take a listen to you for yourself first? And then we will discuss. This is Janet Yellen on Meet the Press on NBC News. Um, a, a common definition of recession is two negative quarters of GDP growth, or at least that's something that's been true in past recessions. When we've seen that, mm -hmm. there has usually been a recession. And many economists uh, expect second quarter GDP to be negative. First quarter GDP was negative. So we could see that happen and that will be closely watched. But I do want to emphasize what a recession really means is a broad-based contraction yeah. in the economy. And even if that number is negative, we are not in a recession now. And um, I, I would you know, warn that we should be um, not, not characterizing that as a recession. I understand that, but you're splitting hairs. I mean, if the technical definition is two quarters of contraction, you're saying that's not a recession? That's not the tech. No. That's not the technical definition. There's a, an organization called the National Bureau of Economic Research that looks at a broad range of data in deciding whether or not there is a recession. And um, most of the data that they look at right now continues to be strong. I, I will be would be amazed if the NBER would declare this period to be a recession, okay. even if it happens to have two quarters of negative growth. You thought, you thought 
it was two consecutive quarters of negative growth or decline. But you were wrong. Now, let me just tell it to you straight. And I'm going to actually let Pomp explain it. He basically just explains it how I would. And then I'll add my tidbit. But you thought that was the definition. You did. But you've been an idiot. How do you not know that? If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that you've been an idiot. You've been a terrible human being. And you don't understand anything. Because you're dumb. Did you forget? Okay. The best way to win any argument or the best way to look great is to make a definition of anything subjective so you can take it either way you want depending on the situation. If there isn't a binary or numerical way to measure something and it's just up to how you feel that day, that's optimal because you can't be wrong. Like two consecutive quarters with a shrinking economy that's easily defined. That would be bad. But if it's a broad range of metrics and philosophy and inclusiveness and people together and love and joy and Putin, well, that's different. Then it changes. How did you not know that? I just don't get how you didn't know that. All these years, you thought you understood the world. And now you're finally realizing you knew nothing. But that's okay. Because we are just going to redefine everything for you. We'll redefine man, woman, recessions. We're just going to change the whole dictionary while we're at it. And we're going to make our own encyclopedia. The truth is, isn't it really obvious that our current government administration is 100% compromised and clearly being controlled elsewhere. I don't know how that's a conspiracy. Everything's opposite day. Like I said before, to be 100% right or even 100% wrong is really hard, almost impossible to be 100% anything. And they seem to be 100% wrong. Like it's amazing. It's actually a, a hell of an accomplishment. So you thought that that was the definition. Uh-uh. No, no, it wasn't, you idiot. Just didn't know how you didn't know. And she also mentioned the National Bureau of Economic Research. But first, here's a quick article. This is Warren Buffett. He's that guy that invests. It's just an article from literally 14 years ago. His common sense definition, U.S. economy. And it says, he's explaining for the recession. And it even says, even if it hasn't met the technical definition of two consecutive quarters of negative growth. What? The technical definition? Of, what? That can't be true. Uh-uh. You thought that was true, but now we're rewriting history for you. We're changing it in real time. We want to be inclusive. We want to be inclusive. How about another source? This is from July 25th, 2022. It's called The Recession is Already Here. Seven Goldman Sachs convictionless dividend stocks can survive. Whatever. Here's the highlight. By def quote, by definition, a recession is two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth. And then I also it also says with inflation raging at the highest levels in 40 years and the cost of gasoline and groceries hammering American consumers, the prospects for the rest of the year do not look good. Wait, 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 wait. You wait, I want to hold on a second. Let me just tell you how moronic you are. 
you thought that the price of gas and food is higher than it normally is throughout your life? What? You in bizarro world? Of course it's not. Gas and groceries are cheaper than ever before. Ready? Watch the pendulum. Gas, repeat after me. Gas, just be in a daze, right? Gas and groceries are cheaper. Go to your subconscious and make that the truth. Okay. We know you're not an idiot. I know you're not an idiot. This is messed up. And then even if it hits that definition, I even think I have another source. In fact, if you just look up anywhere what a recession is, here's another one with Buffett. This is a recession, Buffett says. And it says, the technical definition of a recession most economists, not Jenny Yellen, but most economists use is two consecutive quarters of negative growth in the nation's gross domestic product. It's so weird how all of these technical definitions seem to be exactly what Janet Yellen says is not a recession. But that would be right on par to every other podcast, which is when we're told something's a conspiracy or something isn't true, we do the research and we find out, oh my God, it's the exact opposite of what they're shoving down our throats. Because, hey, don't trust me. I'm sponsored by nobody. But the mainstream media is sponsored by Big Pharma, by the massive corporations that want to leverage information for them to suck as much money out of you. But I am the one that's crazy because I, uh, I, because I, I want to be famous off lies. I heard the best way to become successful is to lie as much as possible. It's my ego. I can't help it. We are in bizarre world but it's real and it's not good. It's really not good. Before I get into the pomp or pomp, she mentioned that National Bureau of Economic Research. So I went to the corrupt wiki page and obviously Google's compromise, all that stuff. It even says on their page, on their page, a definition of a recession commonly used in the media is two consecutive quarters of a shrinking gross domestic product, GDP. Now, why? Why would they want you to think everything's so great when it's like, you know what? Forget the definitions. In your life, are people financially doing much better than ever before? Is everybody just talking about buying cars and going on vacations and filling up the gas tank 900 times a day because they're so cheap that they want to go an extra 55,000 miles. They want to drive across the country because gas is so cheap. I mean, how, how, how do you possibly think this could be true? Perhaps there's an agenda here. Perhaps they're trying to do something. No, that can't be true. I'm a conspiracy theorist. Never had any interest in conspiracy theories my entire life. Really only care about nonfiction stuff. But I want, I, I, I want to be famous, so I want to lie to you. I have no agenda. Or I have an agenda. The mainstream media does not have an agenda. Even though 
the very business model is contingent on getting paid by massive institutions and corporations that fund them to share the news with you. And without the money coming from 80% big pharma and 20% the other massive corporations, there is no platform for them to even share the news with you. So perhaps they do things in the best interest of their advertisers. Hmm. Conspiracy? Yeah, I guess so. And you're stupid. You thought you knew the technical definition, but we changed that definition. Pomp explains this really well. So I already went into it quite a bit, but he really just hits the nail on the head. And he talks about the post that the White House put out, you know, try to sneak it by. He just does a great job. He just does a great job on this one. So let's just listen to Pomp talk about this. And you'll see that we pretty much feel the same way. It's a very good way to explain it. Here we go. The White House is gaslighting everybody. They wrote a blog post on the 19th of July, late last week, to try to slide it out there, make sure uh, they could point back to it, but no one really paying attention. And in it, what they said was, how do you measure a recession? And they claim, how do economists determine whether the economy is in a recession? But in the very first paragraph, they talk about how a recession is not defined as two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth. Now, I don't know where they could have thought that everyone in the world thought that was the definition. A recession, as they claim here, is two consecutive quarters of falling real GDP does not constitute a recession. That is neither the official definition nor the way economists evaluate the state of the business cycle. Bullshit. That is exactly what a recession is. If you go and talk to any market participant, you say, hey, how do you define a recession? They will all say the same thing. Two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth. Period. Now what is happening is they're pointing to NBER, the National Bureau of Economic Research, which changed the definition of a recession last summer. <laughs> and they're saying that instead, official determinations of recessions and economists' assessment of economic activity are based on a holistic look at the data. Well, yeah, I'd be saying that shit too if I thought we were in a recession. And that's why they're saying this stuff is because they realize Q1 GDP growth was negative. Q2 GDP, which if they're releasing it this week, these folks already know what the number is. <laughs> you don't accidentally post this and claim, oh, we just happen to be preparing people for a potential Q2 negative GDP number. Atlanta Fed, they claim exactly the same thing, that Q2 GDP would be negative. Here, a question was asked to Janet Yellen, if the technical definition is two quarters of contraction, you're saying that's not a recession? <laughs> Janet Yellen, like, yo, come on, folks. That's not the technical definition. Bullshit. There's an organization called the National Bureau of Economic Research. Man, it sounds like they handed out talking points. It sounds like all of a sudden they all have the same talking points that looks at a broad range of data in deciding whether or not there's a recession. So now a recession is just opinion. Now we're just, there's no definition. We just, oh, there's one organization that no one knows who works there. No one elected them. They just get to determine whether it's a recession or not. They're just going to... Uh, yeah, we feel like today's a recession. Uh, tomorrow, oh, no, now we're not in a recession. What is going on? This is math. They're trying to make it politics. It's math. Two consecutive quarters of GDP negative growth means it is a recession. Now, all of a sudden, we have this uh, National Bureau of Economic Research. It sounds made up. Like, it literally just sounds like they just put a bunch of people in a room, they put some title on them, said, all right, y'all just determine when it's a recession. By the way, don't forget, we appointed y'all motherfuckers, so y'all gonna have to do what we say to do. 
This is wild. Go, go back to what else she said. Then she said, they look at the labor market, consumer and business spending, industrial production and incomes. Based on these data, it's unlikely the decline in GDP in the first quarter of this year, even if followed by another GDP decline in the second quarter, indicates a recession. That's the end of the uh, uh, first paragraph of the blog post. And then, of course, Yellen following up with same talking points. And most of the data that they look at right now continues to be strong. I'd be amazed if they would declare this period to be a recession, even if it happens to have two quarters of negative growth. We have a very strong labor market when you are creating almost 400,000 jobs a month. That is not a recession. Now, let's say that these people have good intentions. Give them the benefit of the doubt. And if they have good intentions, what they're trying to say is GDP growth is likely to be negative in Q1 and Q2. But we have a strong labor market with strong employment, and consumer spending is still very healthy. That's fine. But say that. Don't tell us and gaslight us that a recession is not two consecutive quarters of GDP growth. That is exactly what a recession is. Instead, simply say, look, shit's hard. We're doing the best we can. It's a complex system. No one can predict the future. And therefore, we are going to enter a recession because the Fed is destroying demand. So naturally, GDP growth is going to go negative. When that happens, we are technically in a recession. But this is not like the 2008, 2009 global financial crisis. Instead, we still have strong employment. We still have great consumer spending. And this is a very unique type of recession. It's a stagflationary period. And therefore, while you may hear the word recession used because it meets technical definition, do not be alarmed in the same way that you were alarmed in 2008, 2009. They would have way more credibility with people if they just simply stated that rather than gaslight everyone and say that a recession is not going to happen. Like we're already in the recession and literally they're out here saying like, I don't see a recession coming. Come on. Very well put, Pomp. But with all due respect, why go into so much detail when you can just change the definition? Pomp, you're an idiot, man. You have ulterior motives. I have ulterior motives. But the government and mainstream media absolutely does not. They love you. You know, if you watch this podcast or listen to it, that the government loves you more than they love themselves. Again, they would put their own children aside for your children to thrive. Time and time again, they prove that. They're always there for you. They prevent you from getting sick. Oh, wait, it doesn't do that anymore. I forgot. Um, they prevent you from having really bad symptoms from a potential disease, I guess. Because I don't know. That's like basically another form of changing a definition when you say you get this jab and now your it goes from you can't transmit it to everybody who got it, got COVID and transmitted it to my symptoms wouldn't have been as severe because you can't measure that. You can't measure an, an, uh, an all-inclusive economy. It's inclusive and diverse. And lovely. So if you think it's bad, you're the idiot and you are the fool. People like to say that I have this conspiracy theorist on the great reset, which is literally the name of the book written by Klaus Schwab, who is the head of the world economic forum, who has videos talking about how they have penetrate, penetrate, we've penetrated the governments, how they've penetrated the governments over 50% of them. And they're going to have another 30 or 40% soon and that you're going to have no energy and there's definitely an energy crisis right now. And there's going to be a massive one coming 
we're the fourth largest economy in the world, which is Germany. In my estimation, this winter is going to not have enough energy. And now there's more famine in this world than there have been in decades. Life expectancy has fallen. And in this great reset, the main point is how we need to depopulate by 90%. And we need to leave people behind. So we penetrate the governments. And any civilization needs energy and food. It is the choking point. Both are simultaneously being stripped away somehow while there's pandemic number two, which by the way is being normalized when there aren't pandemics like once in a hundred years perhaps. And now there's two in like three years. That's not normal people. It's not normal. It's not normal that people are all of a sudden dying of famine when we solve that issue. And according to Yuval Noah Harari, who is the top advisor to the World Economic Forum, who wrote Homo Deus and Sapiens, said any political, any famine is a political famine because we've solved famine. We solved it. And so if anyone, if anyone starves, it's because some politician wants that person to starve. That video got censored on my YouTube, but go look it up. Yuval Noah Harari political famine and you are just being told all this stuff that's happening isn't actually happening it's literally like this ready let's play a game let's do it real quick if you're watching this you'll just see it i'm holding up a pen ready and i drop the pen now you think i dropped the pen guess what i didn't drop the pen that's not true you thought I dropped the pen. You might have heard me drop the pen. You might have seen the pen drop. But the pen did not drop. You made that up. Now do you see? You're going insane. But don't worry. We are here to help you. Pfizer, Moderna, we are here. We have a solution for your psychoticness. Just take this and take that and you'll feel great. Because we've always been there for you. And hey, don't work. We're just going to put you in the metaverse and have you follow the pendulum of that didn't really happen. You are happy. There's no fentanyl killing our youth. There aren't people starving in this world. There will not be a massive energy crisis in Europe and probably the United States. You will eat bugs. You will own nothing, but you will be happy. No, wait, that doesn't sound good. I don't think I'm going to be happy. No, you are happy and you always will be happy. But I don't feel happy. Uh, that's an incorrect feeling. You do feel happy and I know you feel happy. Oh, I always thought that felt like pain and struggle. No, that is happiness. That is joy. And we bring you joy. This is the World Economic Forum movement. These are all strategies playing out that were created by design. It sounds like such a crazy meta concept that there are people in this world that don't want the best for you. But here's the truth. They don't want the best for you. They don't care about you. In fact, they'd rather you be a slave or dead than for them to help you. They would rather profit off your dead body than for you to be happy. 
I'm sorry that's harsh, but someone's got to give you the truth because if you're watching the brainwash media, you're not going to know what's going on until it's too late. And as humans, we tend to wait until the it's 11th hour to be like, oh, wow, we got to make a change. Everybody, you want to team up? You want to let humanity go on another year? Yeah, let's do it. Roar! And then we charge. We're in like the ninth hour right now. Can we just start now? Like, can we start now? Why do we always got to wait? We always got to wait until literally the only option is to do something radical to live or we die. In all of history, let's all just get educated on history. That has happened every single time in societies. And we always survive, but it's the last resort. We are about to hit that again in the next like six to 12 months. Definitely in the next 18 months. This stuff is just by looking and doing the research. Like, please, we're on the same team. We're peasants. If you're getting and watching this stream or listening to this, you're a peasant. But that's okay. Being a peasant is awesome. It's great. It was great my whole life until I realized, damn, people just want to control me, even though I wasn't even on their radar, wasn't bothering anybody, destroying my own life. That's fine. But now they got to help expedite destroying my life? Well, shit, I'm not okay with that. I wasn't even going to swear on this podcast, but pomp ruined that one. So now I have to check off explicit on Spotify, explicit. But let me be very direct since we are on the explicit podcast. This is fucking bullshit. This is bad. And let's come together as a society, as a community, everyone that's pro-human, which is everybody pretty much except Klaus Schwab and his homies. We need to depopulate the population and we need to feed them bugs and we need to buy the, the farmers are all protesting because they're trying to get all the farmland in Europe. But if you're following mainstream media, you don't even know how big of a deal this is. Well, they're trying to switch to Bitcoin, which is going to probably save the world. Honestly, you got the Russia, uh, completely having Germany buy the balls with the energy and they, begged Russia to turn on um, turn on the pipeline again because it was down for maintenance. And they're like, okay, we'll do it this time. Totally at their mercy, which by the way, this wonderful green transition we're going into, this amazing green transition, which by the way, we don't have the technology to actually fulfill a full grid and energize it with wind and solar. Not possible yet, but let's not wait. No, we would be stupid to wait. We need to go faster because the more people that die off, the better. So wait, 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 wait. You thought that helping people live and be healthy and happy was a good thing. No, no. How, how in the world did you think that? It's a terrible thing. The good thing is actually hurting and killing people. In fact, you thought you understood life kind of well. But it was all opposite. You were living in a bizarro, inverse society. You just didn't know. You were fooled. Like being kind and nice and generous to others was a good thing. No, that's evil. Good 
isn't is giving Emperor Klaus Schwab as much power as possible so he can starve people or have them freeze to death with no heat. You thought the economy was doing really poorly and probably in a recession or entering one. No, it's growing and becoming better. You see how this works? In the end, the answer is very simple. You're an idiot. I just thought you knew that. I knew I was an idiot this whole time, but you probably didn't know how dumb you were. Here's the truth. How long is it going to take for everyone to wake up and realize our government and those in power literally want to hurt us? They do not. They would advance their own agenda at the expense of as many humans as it takes to give them more power and more wealth. That's how messed up this is. And until we decided, oh, wow, that Democrat, that Republican, this is an apolitical podcast. I am apolitical. We don't like any presidents. We are anti-president, anti-politics. We are apolitical forever and always. We are just pro-human and love the human species and the advancing of humans. We don't believe in parties, or we believe in them, but we don't like them. Enough pointing at the Democrats and Republicans or the whites, the blacks, the males, the females, the trans, enough. That's peasant argument. That is like three levels below of what matters. There's only one fight, and it's very simple. It's peasants, which that's the club you're in. You may not have known you signed up, but you're the peasant. And then the super elite, the Davos man, the World Economic Forum, the people in power, that's it. Us and them. And I'm telling you, if you're watching this, you're a peasant and you're not in the club you thought you were in. You're not. Now that's okay, but just understand you're not in the club. And what that means is your ending is the same as my ending. You will not be saved. If you don't have Klaus Schwab's phone number, you won't be saved. And if you have Klaus Schwab's phone number, you probably don't even like this podcast. And that's okay too. You can still listen. But let's figure it out, people. Let's come together. We're in a recession. We're being told we're not. We're being, the, 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 everything that we think we know, we're being told is the opposite. It's all to make confusion. It's all to make us argue and bicker because we can't even agree on the simple structures and definitions that create our society. So therefore, we cannot function together because we can't even agree on the fundamentals of what makes the society of what a man is, what a woman is, what a recession is, what a recession isn't. If we don't have definitions for these things, we're going to argue until the end of the earth because it's just, a, it's just a circular argument. It can never stop. That's the point, people. That's what they're trying to do. And it's working, which is crazy. But it's binary. You're either a peasant or a super elite. And if you're a peasant, realize that whether you're Democrat, Republican, American, not American, whatever, we're all peasants and we better all realize we are on the same team and the economy is getting way worse, probably the worst it's ever been, definitely in my lifetime. They're trying to make it a massive depression, like I've explained earlier, and you can listen to the next segment when I get into what's going on with the oil and I guarantee, I don't guarantee, but I bet the probability of us burning coal 
in either Europe or the U.S. to generate more energy because there's an oil crisis is highly likely. And the only thing worse than burning coal for the earth, if you love the earth, which we love the earth on this podcast, we are pro-earth forever. We kind of live on it, so we love it. I love it. Why would I want the earth to die? I would die if the earth died. Of course I care about the damn earth. I just don't think we need people to die during a transition. We could do it smartly, economically, you know, like very steadily. Lee, Lee, Lee. But the only thing worse than burning coal is burning garbage. And we're going to end up going backwards burning coal. So the people that, the very people that are telling us that climate change is the most important thing and that we're not in a recession are the same people who first are flying private jets for like a 30-minute meeting. And then they know that if there's an oil crisis, we burn coal. They clearly don't care much about the environment. If you have a private jet, you can't tell me you love the environment. And if you really believe in climate change, you can't tell me you're going to buy a mansion on the water that is you're telling us is going to be underwater. And not to get too sidetracked, but then you got Al Gore telling people who deny climate, people who are just as bad as the cops in Uvalde, when that same dude said the whole world will be underwater by like 2005, like definitely 2012. Now it's 2030. Then it'll be 2040, then 2050. We love the earth. I love the earth. But I love you more. And without humans, what good does it do, man? Like, we can coexist with a good earth and good humans. It's not one or the other. They're not mutually exclusive. Let's come together. Let's realize that, FYI, we are in a recession. You're going to know by the end of the week for sure. Because the technical definition is two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth. It's a weird thing to say, negative GDP growth. Isn't it like negative GDP decline or something? But that's neither here nor there. And don't believe all this gaslighting stuff because it's all meant to just distract you from the, from the bigger situations of they're trying to take everything from you so they can implement this great reset, which is literally the book. Go look it up. Read it. It says you will eat bugs. We're going to depopulate by 90%. Basically, whatever Klaus Schwab tells you to do or says is happening, you should do the opposite or what he says is happening, the opposite is happening. They don't want the best. I know it's hard to believe. I know the government has always been there to protect you and make sure you are well and your family has not. But this time, it's different. Come on, they never cared about you. Watch the last seven episodes of this podcast and you realize the government doesn't give a shit about you. In fact, they probably want you to die. The economy is about to get real bad. I'm no expert. Look around you. Are people talking about how great it is? No. So let's figure this out. Let's come together as peasants, the club that we are in, and then focus any frustration and anger or whatever it might be towards the World Economic Forum. And once that's exposed, we can get shit back on track. But until we do that, it's going to get worse and worse and worse. And it doesn't have to take 
a trillion, uh, not a trillion, but like millions or hundreds of millions of people dying for us to realize that. Let's realize it now. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go, baby. I'm pumping iron. Are you pumping iron? Let's go to war against Davos, baby. They suck. All right. That's the episode on recession. Again, if you want to subscribe to the YouTube channel, which makes my whole day, but you should do as you want to do always. It's called The Ownership Economy. You can look that up on YouTube. I believe there's 54 subscribers. So if I see that go up, I'll be like, oh my gosh, you're amazing. Or go to anchor.fm forward slash JSK for Jonathan Scott Kogan. And if you listen to on Spotify or Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, and you want to give it a five-star rating, I will love you for life. And whenever I come out with the first t-shirts of whatever that design will be, I will send you one for free if you give it a five-star. Um, thank you all for listening. And uh, we're going to get into some more juicy stuff a little bit later. I love you all. Stay free. Be happy. And realize that this podcast is here for you because I love you. I want the best for you. Just don't step on my toes and make my life hard. Otherwise, I don't want the best for you. It's that simple. Stay out of my life. I'll stay out of yours. But I love you. All right. Later, guys. One love.